it isn't necessary for the left to defund the police to get the criminal results that they want. They just have to demoralize them. There's a hot new craze in Minneapolis, the city that brought you the original defund the police movement. Paying for police protection. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Gentlemen, I love, 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 love this story. It's so wrong and all the best, and I told you so ways. Uh, Minneapolis has skyrocketing crime uh, ever since the, the George Floyd riots of, uh, of 2020, and it's gotten so bad that uh, in January of this year, the city council, which, by the way, never did defund the police, they talked about it, and then they actually talked to their constituents and say, I'm sorry, you want to do what? Well, Crime has been skyrocketing regardless. And so in January, the city council passed the Minneapolis Safety Initiative, which lets residents band together to pay off-duty police officers to perform extra patrols in their neighborhood. The suggested recurring donation is $220 a month per household, which is something like $2,600 some odd dollars a year. Not, uh, not all that affordable for a lot of folks. And what the uh, what the $220 gets you uh, for the month is two extra hours of police patrol. So if you bound, band enough households together, you can get a, a lot of extra uh, protection from these off-duty police. Um, and, and the reason is uh, burglaries up 6%, thefts up 31%, carjackings up 14% in 2022. And those are up over 2021's numbers, which were up over 2020. So it's just, it's, it, it's all very, very bad. Uh, Scott, this has led to some inequalities, as you might imagine. Uh, Cedarside Community Council Executive Director A.J. Awed, who is a, a, a very progressive lefty Democrat, complained we need more officers. Unfortunately, this policy has really put or excuse me, really pit neighborhoods against each other. Could you have seen that coming? Are, are they suggesting that there aren't enough cops to go around or just that some neighborhoods can't afford to buy, to buy extra coverage, uh, basically? Both. Both. Because it, it seems to me, I know that there are always, even in our area, which is, enjoys a, an admirable low crime rate, um, there are police officers who work, do security jobs in their extra time sure. and, you know, can always pick up extra hours doing events and things like that. Um, and it, it doesn't seem like there's ever a shortage of police officers who want to do that. It's one of the great perks of the job is that you can pick up some overtime for doing various yeah. things. And then then you can retire from that after a few years and or 20 years or so, and then do another government job and pick up two pensions. And, you know, there are all kinds of, of great benefits for that. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because obviously the people who are willing to pay are probably the people who have more financially at stake to protect if they're, consider, if they're concerned about Larceny, burglary, you know, uh, crimes where where money is being lost. Um, but the people who are in greatest jeopardy are the people whose physical uh, bodies and their children are being threatened by, by these thugs. Um, I, I think it's a great idea that should not excuse the police from saying, hey, you know what, because um, because these this poor neighborhood can't afford police coverage, uh, we, we had to redirect resources to the richer neighborhood. Um, typically, I think most police forces still kind of look at where the crime is and, and allocate their 
uh, duty officers to places where they're most likely to run into situations that require active enforcement of the law. Um, now, you know, I'm sure there are some police departments who do not operate under that basis, uh, but I just I think it's great that that the public is allowed to vote essentially and say, hey, we think it's inadequate here. And we're showing this with our own dollars to say we need we need beefed up security in these neighborhoods uh, because because we're concerned about our health and safety. Um, I, I don't know in the long run whether it's going to hurt one neighborhood versus another unless police departments start getting greedy and saying, hey, you know what, let's channel it all to the rich neighborhood. I do know uh, that the DA's offices in a lot of counties are not above taking advantage of things like, um, you know, apprehending drug lords with their uh, big screen TVs and their cash and other things that can be converted to cash and using that to fund their budgets. So I, I think you got to keep an eye on this. But I also think people providing for their own safety and security is the American way. Well, uh, it's it's not working out maybe quite as well as hoped. Uh, one wealthy neighborhood in Minneapolis, I believe it's called Lowry Hill, Lowry Hill, has already raised over $200,000 for extra police protection. But I'm thinking based on the photos I saw, they are not very much in need of extra police protection. And Bill, this takes me to, a, I, I think, what might be the, the big point of this. You know, police departments, professional police departments are a fairly modern invention. They didn't really come around till uh, early middle of the, the 19th century. And uh, what they did was to democratize law enforcement. It wasn't just the rich who could get somebody to respond to their to their security or their, their legal protection needs. Uh, what do you make of this? Uh, is this quite a step backwards from that? Yeah, uh, it's it's just, you know, when you when you see a pattern so many times, you really have to start asking yourself, is this just stupidity or is there something a little bigger at work here? Uh, so you could basically make a pretty straight comparison to uh, the left destroying the the idea of a municipal de uh, police department with the idea of the left destroying the public school system. If, if they have a political agenda, that means we're going to continue to hire terrible teachers and we're going to we're going to, you know, all of the stuff that's been done and add nothing but indoctrination, remove test scores, remove any any sense of education, turn schools into an indoctrination center, then the quality of public schools goes down. But the people with the means will take their kids out of public school and send them to better schools. And so by destroying uh, a public institution that has used to have credibility, you're right, it democratized everything. Public schools were were everybody sent their kids to the same public schools because yeah. they were the best in the world. When you do the same thing with the police department, when you basically defang the police department to the point where it's essentially ineffective, then just like public schools, the level of quality and protection and service goes down, down, down. And the people who have the money will opt out of that system by their own private system. And the people who are left are the, are the poor. So so the, le the left is always talking about the poor and the disadvantaged and, and, you know, and the minorities and so on. So who suffers from the destruction of public schools? Poor people do because they don't have the option of, of getting their kids into private schools. Who suffers from the uh, destruction of the police force? Poor people do because their crime rates are usually higher there and because they cannot afford to do this, hire their own police force. I look, I think it's a I think it's a great free market solution, but the problem is much deeper than that. There are some things that, that 
I mean, look, you know, I, I have the same fear and loathing of government, everything as anybody with any sense does. But public schools and public police departments are, are two civic responsibilities that a responsible and well-run government not only can handle, but should handle. They, they're, that, that's a fundamental foundation of any society. And I think the thing I'll close with, Steve, is the, is the fundamental hypocrisy of it is very also very similar to something else. This business about defund the police and then pay for our own, um, you know, privately raise money for extra police protection is essentially no different than when the same people talk about eliminating guns, handguns. What they're saying is, is that you shouldn't have, you should, I'm going to deprive you of the right to defend yourself, but I will be defended by people with guns that I can afford to pay. And so what they're doing with the gun control argument is they're basically lowering everybody's safety, their ability to protect themselves by trying to get rid of these guns. But they themselves, of course, get to float above all this because they hire security. The people who, who call, the people who have been calling for the defund the police movement are people that live in extremely expensive gated neighborhoods. They're white limousine liberals that are calling for this because God knows the people that live in these cities aren't calling for defund the police. They're the ones that understand more than anything how bad things can get when you when you take civilization away because of political priorities and score political points. It's a it's a catastrophe and 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 we'll either fix it in November or we'll continue to do it until things get bad enough that they do fix it. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the, the the people who are supposed to benefit from defunding the police say and poll after poll that I looked into when I was putting the story together, we don't need fewer police. We need better police. And amen to that. There's there's a lot of bad policing going on. It'll be, although, to be fair, the police can only be as good as the, the laws that they're required to enforce. And I think we need fewer of those, fewer of the silly laws and enforce the important ones. Uh, that said, the reason why people in Minneapolis are clamoring and willing to pay for more police patrols is there aren't enough police out of an authorized strength of about 780, or excuse me, 770 police officers. Minneapolis is down to about 580 police officers. Uh, so their budgeted strength and their actual strength are, are different by almost 200 police officers out of a force of not even 800. And the reason for that is very, very simple. The city council did not succeed in defunding the police, but police in Minneapolis got the message. And starting in 2020, almost 200 of them either took early retirement, quit, or uh, moved to a different department somewhere else in the state or in a completely different other state, maybe maybe Florida or Texas, some place run a, a little more a little more sane. You see, it isn't necessary for the left to defund the police to get the criminal results that they want. They just have to demoralize them. Well, Congratulations, Minneapolis. You did the job. And that is your right angle on that brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Just a quick reminder that content like this needs supporters like you. So if you want to keep this show going, go to BillWhittle.com, become a member today, or heck, just make a one-time donation. Hit the tip jar. We sure appreciate your support. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. 